We'll go ahead and begin our Verizon IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference, joined now by Joseph Newgarden, driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for the team here this weekend, starting second in tomorrow's Grand Prix of Portland after today's qualifying session. Joseph, when we spoke to you a little bit earlier today, it seemed that you guys had found some speed in the car, but you weren't quite sure what to expect going into qualifying. Did you, do you feel like you got the most out of uh, what you had in the car for this session? I think for the most part, I mean, I, I thought we would be top five. Um, I, you know, I felt like we had that speed and so did, so did Will for sure. I didn't know if we would have enough for the pole. I, I hoped so. I, you know, we had been there and been flirting with that top spot. It's just difficult to read the timesheets with how you know, many yellows we've had, how many checkups we've had. So I don't think everyone's posted the best times in practice. But you know, I think we, we expected to, to be up there or close and, and at least challenge for it in the fast six. Um, I think we just had a better car on, on black tires today, to be honest with you. It seems like the red tires we, we weren't tuned well enough for. Um, I think this whole weekend, actually, we've just probably built ourselves into a box of a better race car. I think our race car is going to be really good for tomorrow. It's just probably not as strong for qualifying on red compound tires. So, um, you know, that was our big downfall. We just probably missed a tenth or two in the five, six, seven corners uh, to, to Will. I think that's where he had a little bit of speed on us. And, you know, that's where we, um, you know, we fell a little bit short. But one, two for the team, you can't be disappointed. I think we got a good starting spot for tomorrow to make something happen. We also talked a little bit about traffic on, on a shorter road course. How did that play out in qualifying? For yeah, you? it was no problem in qualifying because it gets cut in half. So actually, there was no issues. It was really nice compared to practice. Questions for Joseph? Yes, Mary. Right behind you, Mary. Um, <clears throat> Joseph, you said that you didn't really quite maximize what you could do on the red tires. Do you think that's a factor of having practice on Thursday at the test part? Because you spent like a number of hours, and I assume you just used black tires. Um, yeah, not really. I mean, I think Will, where he's developed his setup for the weekend, has naturally been better for the reds, and we've probably been naturally a little bit better on the black compound tires. So it's just just depends on where you go and you get some trade-offs. I've liked this sort of setup style that I've got and it didn't seem to work as well on reds. So it's not that it was bad. We were just a little off of him. Um, so um, yeah, I don't think, it's not necessarily that we've been on, you know, black tires more often. It's just the setup that we built was, was not as suited for the red compound probably. Wolfgang. Joseph, uh, before qualifying, we had a couple of races, Mazda Kartler and Formula 2000 Indy Lights with rubbers of different manufacturers. Is there any disharmony with the Firestone when they laid rubber down with grip? Only for the first uh, group. You know, the first group kind of clears everything off from the Mazda Road to Indy, and then that second group in round one is fine. So yeah, the first group You're suffers welcome. a bit from it. But yeah, <laughs> Rossi cleared it off. Um, I normally like that group because people struggle on that stuff because uh, it's really bad for about four or five minutes, and then it's cleared off. But yeah, for the rest of the qualifying, there's no issues with it. Other questions for Joseph. Jared. Joseph, when you locked up your tires at the start of the past six going into turn one, what went through your mind? Did you feel like maybe you had ended your qualifying early? Uh, we ended that run, that's for sure. I had to pit immediately, get the other sets on. So, you know, luckily we, we obviously have two sets, so you just got to switch over. But I knew that lap was pretty much done. That tire smoked, literally, no pun intended. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, you know pretty quickly that you, you've ended that tire's life. Bruce? Fierce battles side by side the turns, or is it going to be more technical because of the high speed flow in nature? Um, I'm not, 
I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I think uh, I think we'll have a good race, just like Mid Ohio. You know, people used to say about Mid Ohio that you would you never have a good race there, and we had one of the best ones um, a couple weeks back. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some side by side racing here. It does get very narrow in parts of this track, but then it also gets very wide. You know, T7, for instance, is a it's a very wide corner that can create a lot of chaos, um, but there's some sections where you get really bottled up. So that kind of mix up, I think, could create a good race. Um, but we just, you never know in IndyCar. I mean, it, 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 you're always kind of surprised when you get into the race to see what you get. We'll take one more question for Joseph from Patrick. Uh, Joseph, uh, two thirds of Team Penske seem like they hit it out of the park this weekend in qualifying, and the other one is, is struggling. How close are you guys on setups, and what's it like to beat that guy that's just whatever setup just isn't working for you over a weekend uh to be honest we're all on three completely different setups and i don't think we've ever been like this um i don't know if that's the trade of this track i mean andretti may be the same way i think you could probably run any setup around this racetrack right now uh it's kind of what it seems like so yeah we're on like three totally different islands and it's really interesting to look at normally we're very close you know there's some minor changes between us and there's some preferences we're honestly in three different planets right now. So, um, you know, I mean, we're just trying to find what works. I think Pagano's got some things that he dislikes um, that he's trying to, to find. And, and we've all had that at some point this year. There's been places where, you know, I've been looking for something that I need. And same with Will. So I think, you know, Simon's just has something he needs to find this weekend. Um, so we all go through that at, at some point or another. Joseph, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, welcome in two of our Andretti Autosport drivers joining us in the Firestone Fast 6 today. Alexander Rossi driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for the team starting third in tomorrow's race and Zach Veach driving the number 26 Group 1001 Honda for Andretti Autosport as well. Alex, we'll go ahead and start with you. You were 23rd at the end of practice two yesterday afternoon, but obviously found some speed overnight. What are some things that you and the team worked on to get this good qualifying result? Well, clear traffic uh, definitely helped. So, um, it's, uh, I think we had a fast car. It just, this is very annoying. Um, I think we had a fast car. It just didn't translate yesterday for uh, not being able to get the lap in. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I think all four of the cars have been competitive. Marcos really led the way for, for a lot of the weekend in terms of Andretti Autosport. So, um, we've all worked together. And similar to Joseph, I think we're all on kind of our own independent island in terms of setup, which is very unique for this place and uh, has presented a challenge, and we're all very thankful for the tests that we had on Thursday. Zach, obviously the last few races of the season, you seem to really be, be coming together with the team and, and producing some solid results. Your best qualifying effort of 2018 here at Portland. What are some things that you feel are clicking as you continue your rookie season in the series? I think the, the big thing is just a little bit of confidence and understanding the car and where the speed's at. I mean, I'm very lucky to have the teammates that I do, so every, every weekend they set the bar insanely high, and I'm just trying to close the gap all the time. So it's just learning each weekend. It gets easier and easier, and, you know, you just you see where that level is going to be, and, and that's what you strive to, to get to. So, um, you know, this I'm lucky the past three places that we've ran at, and I think a lot of it's an experience gap between Rookie and, and the guys that have been doing it for a bit because... I was lucky to test at Gateway, lucky to test at Pocono, lucky to test here about a month ago. So that really just helps you kind of get up to speed a little quicker and, and have a better understanding how to, you know, get towards the top of the charts, I think. Sebastian Bourdais will be starting fourth in tomorrow's race. Had a little incident in this morning's practice session, but the team was able to get the car prepared for qualifying today. Sebastian, how, uh, I can't see your face. You're pretty funny. How, uh, 
how, uh, how much does it speak to the strength of the team that they were able to get everything ready for qualifying today? Well, I'd say, I'd say initially I wasn't so, uh, so super enthusiastic about the fact to run three cars, but uh, I think had we not had three crews, I'm not sure we would have put that thing back together. So uh, I think I got I to thank Santino for, uh, for joining us this weekend. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall, uh, just a, an incredible effort from the guys to, uh, to recover from my, uh, from my mistake. Um, Honestly, when I got out of the car, I really wasn't quite sure how that thing was going to get fixed. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, they, they just did an awesome job and with some, uh, some time to spare. And, uh, and it, was, uh, yeah, it was very impressive. Uh, the car was, may, may have looked like a Frankenstein car a bit, but uh, it, was, it was just about as good as it was in the morning. And uh, yeah, I was, I was really pleased with, the, with everything. And, uh, I mean, I, I kind of made a mistake in, in Q3 uh, on that one lap, but um, nevertheless, it's, uh, it's an awesome result given the circumstances. Ryan, we'll, we'll come to you. Thanks for joining us. You look comfortable. A new career best start here at Portland for Ryan Hunter Ray starting fifth in tomorrow's race. Ryan, just take us through your, your session. Obviously, a very strong qualifying session late. for Andretti Autosport. Yeah, I just, you know, thank the, the team and uh, my teammates. We've been working really well together, and uh, we had a good turnaround coming from yesterday, and the day before just never really had what we needed from the car, so, um, you know, worked together, and Marco's been really quick, so worked with him on, uh, on a setup for today, and um, he put us on the right track, so thanks to him um, as well, but, yeah, it was a good, pretty good day. Uh, we went with a kind of a funky strategy for that final Fast 6 and didn't, uh, didn't quite pan out for us, so. Um, we could race from fifth, though. It should be a good race tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see uh, how it all unfolds and um, what kind of setup is going to be needed to make these Firestones last. And quickly, Will Power joining us as our pole sitter for tomorrow's race. Will, as you and Sebastian chat on the end, you know we've seen we've seen both of you atop the speed charts quite a bit, and, and I know it's everyone's saying it's it's a different track, it's a different car. The the experience from the past doesn't really matter, but it, it seems like it might be playing a factor. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, no, I can't even remember that far back, but uh, <laughs> for sure, I mean it's a very different track, a lot of grip, and the car's different, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Really enjoying it out there. It's it's. Uh, it's, I think it's the most grip we've had all year on a track, and it takes rubber, so, uh, yeah, cars are really hooked up. We'll open up for questions. Wolfgang. Yes. One for Zach and one for Sebastian. Zach, you just said earlier you're learning all the time. Are there still some secrets in the car which are a little bit mysterious for you? I think the, the big thing coming in is just understanding what level the reds go to. You know, you, you only get to visit that one lap once every set. So you're, you're kind of caught between how far do I push not to blow this lap so it's okay and how hard do I have to push to actually be somewhat competitive. So I think that's been the big thing is just learning the reds, understanding where that line is and, and how to get there most efficiently. The other question for Sebastian. Uh, I think it's fair to say you are older statesman in IndyCar, a lot of experience, a lot of wins, Bill Schenker, and also here with the IndyCar business. You have two relatively newcomers in your team. Are, are you acting similar like a coach? Are you helping them? No, I mean, I, 
I don't like to intervene or interfere or be the teacher or whatnot. I mean, it's not my role, but you know, obviously, I if they have questions and and whatnot, I'll, I'll answer honestly. It's just uh, um, obviously these days it's it's so easy to you know obviously look at data and 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 just look at the video and and compare and and know where you're deficient and how you can fix it because everything's in front of you. So sometimes asking questions and trying to give an honest answer doesn't even describe it anywhere near as well as as what they have to their disposal so uh, but yeah I mean the, the spirit's good I mean Santino's a good kid and, and so is Pietro I mean I, I re we really get along very well and um, it, but it's it's always tough when you're the the veteran right because they, they feed off of you and, and they're ready to slit your throat in qualifying so uh, um, you know it's 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 the name of the game and it's been like this for many years now for me since I came back in 2012 so uh, not not really any different than any other years but uh, yeah now I guess I got two to deal with Bruce Alex your uh, goal was to leave here within 20 points of Scott and even though it's only qualifying you needed him to kind of slip up a little bit he's starting on 11 so you have a a little bit of a head start on him tomorrow. Um, talk a little bit about how that's kind of a situation that, you know, it's only qualifying, but that's the type of slip up you may need to get your 20 point margin. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's Scott Dixon, so as I've always said, he can start wherever and still be in the front, so uh, we won't count our chickens before they hatch. Um, we'll I can answer that question better tomorrow, honestly. I mean, it's just qualifying. There's 105 laps and a lot of things to happen first before we leave here. Um, you know, we also got to beat the two cars in front of us who are very quick. So it's a big day ahead of us still. And Will, you know, you talked a little bit about how six points is a lot to make up. You're starting on the pole. How much can you control the race by starting on front the way you are uh, we'll see tomorrow. You know, you don't know how degradation is and uh, you know, how quick you catch lappers and all that. I mean, it's just, it's a long race. There's three stops. So there's a lot that can be done strategy-wise. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we, we, we have to win. Like, we, we have no shot at Sonoma if we don't. So we know that. Um, we'll take risks if we, you know, depending on the situation. But, you know, we're aware that we have to finish not only ahead of uh, Alex and, and Scott, but quite ahead. Like, if they're in the top three, it makes it very difficult for us. Since he doesn't have a chair, does anyone have any questions for Ryan hunter <laughs> Yes, Patrick. <laughs> Just to keep uh, Ryan, how would you assess your season so far this year? I was going through the, I just couldn't, I didn't get to cancel look up the number, but who's made the fast six? And you're actually up there, you know, on the, uh, one of the guys that's made you know, a decent number of fast sixes, but how would you assess your season so far? I think the season's been good, but we just have too many, you know, DNFs. We have six or seven DNFs. Can't, can't go championship racing that way. So, um, yeah, it's just that, that's, that's what it boils down to. Other than that, everywhere we go, we've been competitive, you know, uh, constantly running in the top five. I think um, one of our worst finishing positions when we have a day that where nothing goes wrong is uh, sixth. So just, yeah, it's been a rough season that way um, with the DNS. But um, overall, I think our competitiveness has absolutely been there. We can definitely get creative with it for sure. Um, absolutely want to go for wins. That's what I want to do every weekend. So um, that's what we're here to do. That's, that's, that's our job. So 
Uh, but yes, with strategy and whatnot, we can get pretty creative with it. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Thanks. I think Wolfgang has one quick question for Ryan before we let him go. Ryan, uh, they like you, mate. Yeah. The, uh, yeah uh, they, uh, Wolfgang. <laughs> How you doing? Thank you. Just one question: when, when you don't finish a race, you retire for what reason or ever? Can you analyze or simulate back in your workshop with your engineers that this will happen not again, not a second time? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, we. You know, hindsight's 2020, right? Um, what signed lied us at uh, Iowa or at um, uh, Gateway was um, a fuel pump drive, not the fuel pump itself, but a, a tiny part this big. And we have some ideas of why that might have happened, and um, we're looking into more reasons. But you know, it's things like that. You know, a, a five-dollar part sidelines us, and we need to figure out why that is. And we go to work, do our homework from there, and make sure it doesn't happen again. That is, that is maybe a mistake of the supply. That is maybe a mistake of the supplying company to set a five dollar part. Maybe it's a mistake of the supplying company. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we're looking into that too. You know, whether whether it comes bad down to a bad uh, patch of metal or something like that. But no, no specific answers for you right now. But yes, we do. Uh, we do look into that. We dig deep and we make sure that it doesn't happen again. Ryan, thank you. We appreciate we appreciate you coming with us. Bruce? Will, with this uh, poll now, you're leaving AJ flat in the dust when it comes to polls. How does it feel that have surpassed him in the number of polls one year? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, to be up with names like Foyt, uh, it's pretty special and humbling, yeah. Uh, I need to catch Mario now. I don't think that will happen, though. <laughs> That's a lot of polls. But, uh, yeah, very, yeah, unbelievable. I would never have dreamed of uh, being up there with names like AJ Foyt, so, uh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even, I would wonder, I was always wondering at the end of every year if I'd even be racing the next year, so just amazing. It's been an amazing ride and journey to get to this point. It really has. Uh, uh, very grateful for it. Tony and then Luis and Jeff. Uh, one for Zach. Uh, when uh, you look at this is your first Firestone Fast Six, at what point this year did you think you could make your first Fast Six? And has there been any kind of annoyance that there's been other rookies that have also made a Fast Six this year? Not really. I mean, the other rookie, I think, really besides the first race has been Wickens, and, you know, he's a hell of a guy. So I think we've just been trying to get closer and closer. That's been the goal. Um, you know, there's a couple scenarios where we were close. I think at Mid-Ohio, if it wasn't for the red, we would have been in there. Um, and, you know, to be able to put it together from a strong weekend, I don't think we've been out of the top 10 yet this weekend. So um, it's just getting easier, which is nice. But, you know, each weekend, once we go to Sonoma, it's, it's starting from zero all over again. So um, we're just trying to, to pick up as quickly as you can, because when you, you start the weekend without a deficit, it's a lot easier to stay towards the front. Luis and then Jeff. This is just speak real close right, into it. Yeah, thank you. This is a two question. First one is solely on Sebastian. Now, you mentioned about Santino. When, to an extent, you elaborate as far as what did he help you when it comes to the repair process? Uh, yeah, just like I was kind of joking, but not, not joking entirely because obviously we have three crew of mechanics here, um, you know, instead of our usual two, and, and the workload was so extensive that um, adding that, you know, 
extra those extra guys definitely helped us to fix the car. So that that's what I meant. And this is for both Sebastian and Will. A couple of the drivers, even the ones that have not driven here before, has mentioned that this track has vastly been different. With you guys, you were part of the last one 11 years ago. Can you did guys describe how different it is? Is it the car or is it the surface or just in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been resurfaced. <clears throat> that made a huge difference uh, grip. There used to be patches in the middle of the corners. And the turn seven corner onto the back straight, the hairpins are a much nicer corner now I think it probably promotes a little bit of passing and makes the track a little bit more technical so uh, you know they're the differences it's just yeah, a very fun enjoyable track also the curbing is very different it used to be yeah. a wider smoother curbing and, <coughs> and so it kind of tightens up the track a little bit especially at the fast chicane it used to be a big mound that you could really climb and seem to be really opening the perspective now the, the line is extremely narrow. Jeff. I have a question for Alex. Apologies for not knowing this, not being here every week, but why is your car called Baby Girl? <laughs> oh, you broke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude. Put it back together. Come on. You can do it. <clears throat> um, there's a song, <laughs> Buy You a Drink by T-Pain and uh, I sing it a lot so yeah that's where it came from so if you listen to it you'll understand Is it, do you come up with that or somebody on your team I what? did you come up with that or somebody on your team no no uh, someone on my team just started using the hashtag and then the mechanics thought it was funny so they put it in the car um, it's a lot cooler than naming your car something from the Beatles so. <laughs> what, what's your name your car Yes, we'll take our last question from Wolfgang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. I have two questions for Will. First of all, congratulations. You said earlier you must win. Number one question, how much is the pressure to start the race with this feeling? And number two, yesterday I think I remember you said you must finish ahead of Alex and Scott Dixon. Between you and Alex on the starting grid, is Joe a really part of your strategy? Uh, yeah, you can never plan a start, you know. Uh, yeah, so it'll be what it'll be, basically. But you know, I just have to be aggressive. We need to be leading out of the first chicane. Um, yeah, the yeah, and then the pressure—it's good. Like, there's no—you have no choice. You're not being conservative. You just know that the only mindset is absolute aggression and. Uh, you know, taking some risk strategy on the track. That's the only way it's going to work for us. So it's not, it's kind of a nice, it's not a nice position. I'd rather be way up there in the championship, but uh, it's just, you know what you got to do simply. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.